Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP, the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it is your man, Dave Neal. Hey, guess what? This episode is our first episode with the new Roadcaster Pro, the podcast mixer made by Rode in the great country of Australia. Uh, we just got it in. There's a pandemic happening out there. We haven't been able to buy toilet paper in two weeks, but we got a podcast mixer, baby. That's right. That's how the economy works. Uh, this episode, along with the last couple episodes and for the foreseeable future, Tasha Courtney and myself are Skyping with our guests. As you know, uh, it is uh, important that we distance ourselves from those that we love like any introvert would. And um, because of that, I mean, you, you guys know how much I don't like to do a Skype chat, especially with somebody I don't know. Luckily, this episode, we chat with one of our good friends, Raquel Pomplin. As you guys know, if you've listened in the past, Raquel is a um, funny comedian and model, and uh, she was Playmate of the Year, the first Mexican-American Playmate of the Year, uh, and the only. She's the only one in the world who's ever done that. And now that Playmate, I, and now that Playboy, boy is a um i think no longer a thing i think she's the only one in the history of the universe so how lucky are you guys that you get to hear us chat with her so raquel uh, she's she lives about uh, i don't know 30 or 40 minutes north of us on the other side of los angeles so we thought we would skype with her we talk you're about to listen to it we talk about quarantining in place with her husband uh being ashamed to express your sexuality overcoming that post nut clarity and the female equivalent if there is such a thing masturbating and how um to masturbate and uh, balance your relationship, you know, because there's you need a long time to hey, we get into it all. We get into it all. I just wanted to give you guys the pitch. And you know what, too? This is episode 384. And sometimes I like to Google the number of the episode just to just to see if there's any significance to that episode. So I Googled the number 384 and the word numerology, as you do. And this is what I got. I want to read it for you guys. Maybe 384 applies to you. Tasha, can you hear me? Are you listening to this? Tasha's in the other room. This is what 384 means. This is the episode number. The angel number 384 indicates that the patience, discipline, and hard work you have put into achieving your goals and aspirations have been recognized and acknowledged by the higher realms. Your determination and efforts have been worth your while as work done well in the past is bringing your rewards today. How do you like them apples, folks? Keep working hard. The universe will respond to that. And I think that can apply to anything you do in life. Do it with love. Give the gift of whatever your special talent is. Harvest that talent. Share it with others. I am enough. I have enough. I want to share it. It's as simple as that, folks. Uh, I appreciate you guys that have stuck around. I know there's a lot of people that aren't working right now and you don't, and because of that, your podcast schedule is off. You're not, you know, driving to work this and that you, um, many podcasters I've talked to, um, numbers are down like 25%. So we appreciate those that have stuck around. And, um, I'm thinking that now that I got the new Roadcaster Pro and as a gift to you guys, because there's not much else I can do, I'm thinking I'm going to start doing a second public episode a week. And I think I'm going to release that for Fridays. I think it might be something a little bit shorter. It might just be me. And I think I'm going to get you guys going for the weekend. Does that sound okay with you guys? Would you like that? Uh, I hope so. And if you don't want to listen to those episodes, you don't have to. It's free. But if you really want to, 
If you really want to support us and you have it within your um, realm to do so, go to patreon.com slash the sap, patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. There's a link in the bio as always. That's where we have our private episodes. This past Patreon episode might be the strangest episode Tasha and I have ever done. Uh, we started reading from some chat rooms uh, from some Jimmy Buffett fans. And I tell you what, <laughs> we went down a wormhole. I mean, it really is the perfect description of what a wormhole is. We went down it, baby. So on these private episodes, we're able to play music and you know do some licensing things we're not allowed to do on the public episodes uh, or else iTunes will knock on our door and uh, socially remove us from their platform. So uh, that's where you can go if you want to support us and we appreciate it. The reason we've got this new podcasting setup that we love so much is because of the donations we've gotten from our members. So thank you so much to our premium members this week. Our new member is Ozzy. We've had a total of like 30 different members. Right now we're at 18. Let's get that up to 20. Let's get two of you guys over there. If you have the means and you want to check it out, we have new episodes, new content every single week. There's all this old stuff you can binge on. And again, we really appreciate those of you that have stuck around. You're probably listening to this episode on audio version, but I'm also going to have it released on YouTube. If you want to see some of Raquel and Tasha's facial expressions, that's where you want to go. We uh, we put a little picture in picture of our Skype chat with Raquel, stick it in the corner, and um, you can go see it over there. That's uh, YouTube. Just go to Dave Neal, search this app. It's right there. Again, also a link in this description to that. But anyway, without further ado, here is our chat with Tasha Courtney and Raquel Pomplin. new with you this quarantine oh my god girl i've caught up with my sleep for sure <laughs> <laughs> i've been sleeping till like 10 or 11 every day it's honestly like ridiculous because i'm up till like four in the morning because i like i'm watching falling asleep yeah. on the couch watching tv it's ridiculous i'm like a, a complete loser like depression acne and about 10 pounds that's what's new with me this quarantine <laughs> no way i have I have acne too, so don't worry. Depression, <laughs> I think I've been sleeping too much and watching too much Netflix to actually think about getting depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm avoiding getting depressed. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to get depressed. I'm just going to get my mind in the, in the series, live that life, and then sleep. And then not get to that depression. Well, Did you watch, <laughs> have you watched the new uh, season of Money Heist? Yeah, I'm not finished it's yet. Like, I'm not finished yet, but I'm a couple episodes in. I'm so excited. Oh. Do you not think it's weird? I'm not gonna tell you. She doesn't speak a lick of Spanish yet. Yet she watches Spanish <laughs> so TV. So much Spanish TV. What's up with that? It's good because it's so good. That's why quality so, television. Every, every, every Spanish show is so good, and yeah, you know that. <laughs> I gotta tell you this: the the Spanish culture does not skimp on attraction. Every even the ugly characters are like ripped and sexy in Spanish TV shows. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's like the, there's like the dude. He's like the nerdy professor, and I'm like, I'd blow him. I'd blow that guy. <laughs> They're all good looking. Yeah, and and I mean, and I mean, to the standards of you know beauty that they impose to us, they're really not. But it's just their persona. It's their attitude. It's everything. It's like 
So how how um isolated are you? Are are you uh what's going on? Is your husband still working or is he in, at home with you? He is still an essential worker cuz he works at a hotel, Marriott, at a Mar- Oh, wait, I shouldn't say this. Marriott, just Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> I um, only have one so ear. Is that normal? Okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh so um he, he still has to report to work, but they did cut his hours, so he only goes um, three days a week. So it's pretty okay. But he has a rope and his um, slippers at the garage, and he has to, like, strip down, wear the slippers, rope straight to the, to the shower. Yeah. And that's how we kind of keep it as safe as possible. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> have to do. Home. I've been here forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're, uh, yeah. you're we're, Raquel over here is TikTok famous with her viral ah! dog TikTok. Seriously, <laughs> it's not even me. It's my dog. She's <laughs> 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 such a great dance partner. She's the one that made us famous. Heck yeah. We shot one today with the dog as a uh, Easter bunny. So we'll be showing <gasps> that later. We're, uh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> when you're in your 30s, you need uh, you need tricks to get famous on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, because just dancing doesn't cut yeah. it. Old ladies dancing is not exactly it's, viral material. No. <laughs> All my dancing ones, zero views, zero likes. <laughs> well, you know, like a 17-year-old boy with nice eyes can have a million followers on TikTok. But like once you're in your 30s, you better be juggling fire or doing something. <laughs> Or have a baby to make fun of. Either one, either dogs, babies, or or just like or really funny. I don't there's know. There's a lot of good like interior designers or like fashion bloggers that do like, or even just like I don't know other informative things. Like they're teaching you something, like a hack or a ah. DIY and everything. But like, I've got no skills. I've got no fucking space. I've got you know what I mean. Like, I'm I'm really trying to squeeze TikToks into like a three foot area. <laughs> Girl, you got skills. Come on, you just you're just too busy thinking about dance because we love dance. <laughs> the real seat, the, the real secret to TikTok is like what men have known all along. It's the secret lies in the nipple. You put a little bit of nipple in a TikTok video. But I got a video removed, and I'm pretty sure it was because there was a hint of nipple through my shirt. And honestly, it's kind of ridiculous. Because I've seen a lot more yeah, nipple on tip top, tip, tip top. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't. I saw one where, where a lady was holding her boobs and literally going with the beat of the song, moving her boobs with the beat of the song, and I'm like, really? And I got one removed because I was in lingerie. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, you need to find a way to like incorporate Playboy into TikTok without it getting flagged. That's the that's the key right oh, there. Oh, there's no way. Yeah, no way. way. I'm just gonna say with funny and non, non um, uh, bougie. I'll just be like no makeup. Yeah, but your man, your man had a good uh, cameo on your TikTok. He came in. He came in from the background and 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 got the moves going. Right? Didn't we just watch that one? And that's what makes it funny. That's what makes it funny. So I prefer that over the one of me solo. Especially, (laughs) well, because it's like fun and relatable. I think all there's so many old people that are like just dipping their toes in on TikTok, and they want to see that there's other old people that are regular people that are not, you know, just dancers or whatever too. 
Like they want to feel like they're a part of a community. Yeah, but we're definitely. And, and they we're not competing with the youngsters that are so young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so young. They're saying now that so like young. people that are born like in the. Perfect skin. Yeah, are... right? Perfect skin, perfectly contoured, big boobs, nice body. I'm feeling very inadequate. I've got to get off my phone. My tits have gotten <laughs> now bigger than Tasha's. The I've, other day, okay, so we have we have a tape measure tits. out because I'm like working a little bit on trying to update our apartment while we're stuck in here. Just little things like painting the bookshelf, recovering the benches. And so we had the thing on the table and Dave was eating breakfast. It was like morning and he was hunched over and like eating something. And I was like, are your boobs bigger than mine? And I stuck the tape measure underneath his boob. And then underneath my boob. And my boob only has about a half inch more than his. Yeah. I got a big, I got big tit. What? Big tit energy. You got big tits now. Yeah. You're big tits now. And I also have small tits, so it makes it easy. <laughs> well, you know, what's in, you know what's interesting is, so the quarantine has, it's, it's created a lot, a lot of innovation, right? So uh, like that TikTok, and again, I don't want to make the whole fucking show about TikTok here. We're just getting started, the, honey. Uh, that TikTok you guys made with your friends where you like passed things up to each other, like Brady Bunch oh, style. Yeah, the, the Don't Rush. Yeah, that's really cool. I had never seen one like that. Like where you t do like a bunch of different people. How did you guys edit that? Oh my God, with a headache. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, first of all, it's all about direction. It's about really directing every single girl and saying, okay, so your transition is this to this to this because the next girl is going to do this and this. And then directing them um, also in a which way to throw whatever they're throwing. And it was, it was, it was a headache, but but it was a, a good headache. Like it was a fun headache because we were all having fun at how not coordinated we are <laughs> having fun with it. So and you just had everyone re like, record it themselves and then send you the video and then you edit it together. Oh my God. So yes, good. Yes. Are you good at those transitions? I haven't tried anything with a transition yet. Uh, you have to finagle it a little yes, bit. Okay. So I, I don't stress about it on TikTok because I think it's way harder on TikTok. Oh, I, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With this, this, yeah. uh, so uh, what I do, I just get the song and I do it on iMovie. Smart. <laughs> That's what we did for the um, this uh, Easter bunny thing I shot today. I was like, I'm going to shoot it on my nice camera and edit it in a... He did a good job. He showed me a first uh, little look at it. And he did the one where you like throw the outfit and then it's on. So he threw the bunny ears at Boone and then they were on. And it looked so good. I couldn't believe that he did it without like a TikTok. I've been watching tutorials. I'm trying to figure this shit out. Well, because whatever TikTok thinks it can do... Premiere Pro or any editing software can do it 10 times better. Probably. You just have to know what you want to do. So I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I'm like, you know, putting stand up videos and things. Like, I've already got so, so much content. The funny thing about TikTok is we now have as much free time as high school kids. <laughs> so we're like, we're like, you know, making out behind the bleacher. We got all this free time. We're like, I just make a TikTok. We got nothing else going on. We've leveled the playing field with 15 year olds. But what you do, which is in, you've sent out a lot of those like Instagram stories where you like tag your friend who does this. Uh, you've, you've done like those different Instagram like surveys. Like a chain mail. It's like modern day chain mail oh, that's happening. Trust me, it's not me. I'm just a victim of everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so then you guys are my victims. 
No, it's fun. I'm having a really good time doing some of those. I mean, I honestly, I'm not kidding when I say I've been really depressed. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm laughing, girl, but I'm crying. Girl, here. Because you know we're we're independent contractors. Our job is shut down. Yeah. Nothing. And, and it's the funny. First thing I thought was. Well, my mortgage. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, even like beside the money stuff, I didn't realize how much of my like value and self-worth I get from like doing Working. my job every day. You know, it's like as much as you complain about going to work, yeah. it's like when I have nothing to do, suddenly all structure is gone and all like a sense of purpose. I don't know. It's like, I know that I have like some creative skills and, and fun stuff to do, but because we're, thank you, Dave. Yes. That's a sad <laughs> song. Um, but because we're like stuck inside and like, you can't like go get resources, you know, it's like, I can't like really, like, I want to make a new countertop for this little, um, thing that we use for our coffee table like I want to put a new like marble top on it but like that requires tools and trips to Home yeah. Depot and like we can't do that right now so it's like all of the stuff that like I would be excited about and I would be filling my time with are still not options because we're stuck inside so I don't know I just find myself like lying around useless like a slug I forget what the what the point of this was Raquel I painted the ceilings look at that I painted the nice ceilings it's pretty oh good my right God. did your neck hurt yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've painted ceilings before and the neck hurts. So like, Tasha, <laughs> Tasha's been, she's been bitching for like the last year. And when you get finished the ceilings, I was like, because this is going to hurt me. Because he did like this half-assed job. Like he never finished like edging the corners or doing the trim. And he just like packed up all the paint like he was done. And I was like, babe, this, you left this project unfinished. You're not done. But well, he finally got it, around to it. Anyway, so the whole point of, so you you were sending us different uh, chain mail, uh, like the Instagram oh, yeah, chain mail. The but you, but you, there was like, a, it was like bingo. It was like quarantine bingo. And then one of them was like, had sex in the last 48, 24 hours. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not responding to this because I'm going to look bad because, you know. He, uh, he, he scheduled a, a date, him and I, he, he scheduled a date before he wanted to fill out his quarantine bingo. If that's telling you anything. <laughs> He wanted to make sure he could check a box. I wasn't letting Raquel, uh, you know, uh, upstage us in that department. I mean, I was. It had happened. It was too late. But I was like, oh, everyone's. I was like, oh, everyone's not just eating a ton of rice. Everyone. Some people are actually fucking out there. I thought we just because. Because we had just had sex, but we hadn't had sex for like two weeks before that. So don't worry, <laughs> it happened. Has has um? Well, I was going to. And then say I'm bloated. I'm constipated. I don't want to have sex when I'm constipated. Yeah. Like, no. My schedule's all fucked up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure our male audience wants to hear about playmates being constipated. This is a good look into the lives. Hey, we're just oh, real I people, know. okay? Well, at least yeah, you don't live in this. We're not buddies. <laughs> we don't want to know. No, but I was going to ask because I didn't know if Alec, it's Alec, right? Not, I always want to say Alec. Alec. Like, okay, no, no, no X, Alec. Alec, because I thought, I didn't know. No, if, it's Alec with an X. Oh, what? Alejandro. Oh, okay. Alejandro. So that's sexy right there. I'd be filling out that fuck bingo right, right away with that name. <laughs> but so he's got to still work, but because you're not working, are you shifting your schedule so that you're more... Are you guys getting to spend more time together or is it kind of just the same, same, same old thing? Oh, no. We're 
definitely spending more time together and we're enjoying it a hundred percent because before the quarantine, we usually would never have time. And, uh, we actually, this year we're like, we should, we should really plan on having like a date night. Cause we, we really, we just, we just live through life. Like as we pass by, um, but now that the quarantine is uh, happening, unfortunately, we are sitting on, we're catching up on a lot of stuff. We always wanted to, we always wanted to watch all the Avengers movies, and we're doing that. Oh, um, and uh, and just hanging out, we we laugh a lot together, and we've been doing that so much ever since the quarantine started. And it's kind of fun to remember that we can actually laugh together. I know this. Um, I know this comic who as a side job he's like a mechanic but he's got a truck and he was hired today to move some chick out of her apartment <laughs> she broke up with her boyfriend <laughs> No way! what like, a weird time and he's like just ready to take the money he's like i don't care i don't know what happened with that but they were like enough is enough so you hear about these relationships that are all like failing because they they, they finally are spending time together and hating it it's nice that you guys are finally <laughs> spending time together and loving it yeah a lot of our issues how about you guys are you loving it well, I think Tasha hit the nail on the head with without having purpose, it can be challenging. Uh, but I don't think that our relationship uh, that we've had like any issues come up. I don't think quarantine has highlighted any relationship issues. I think it's highlighted yeah. personal issues for me. <laughs> anyway, um, let me tell you something, Raquel. <laughs> I I I like to think of myself as a savant when it comes to knowing when Tasha's about to have a, an earthquake-like eruption, and I'm still being surprised when I'm like, you know, doo -doo -doo -doo, I walk into the next room and I think she's like smiling, and then she's like ready to cry, and I'm like, what did I miss? There's no one. And it will always like that always you should hear alex when he talks about that moment about me oh my god it's hilarious yeah you get like that He's like what the fuck it's like a two second moment when you can see the eyes and you know what the eyes are saying before the body dumps the like the flushed face and the tears so like all you're like oh boy here we go here it comes the big one the big one's about to hit and then boom there it goes the richter scale but are you? Is your mental health there? I mean, you talked about obviously the things you can't really control, like bills that have to be paid and all that. But are you like? Um, is this a market opportunity for you? Well, honestly, um, to be really, really honest, I've been mentally, purposely avoiding getting to that place. I know I can easily get depressed. Easily, easily. We're artists. That's what we do. <laughs> we don't have stability mentally and emotionally. We have so many emotions. That's what drives us. That's what gives us creativity. That's what gives us the drive to do what we do, right? Um, when I say, when I say, guys, that I've been watching Netflix and sleeping, I am not kidding. It's been, I watched all of Blackish, all seasons, Nixish, <laughs> Ronish. All these <laughs> I caught up with Speechless. Um, what's the other uh, 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 single parent? <laughs> I've watched, obviously, the, the, the heat. What is the height? Uh, I've watched all of Star Wars movies. <laughs> I am not kidding when I say. You watched all of 2019 movies. on TV. But we're, we're in a different scenario. <laughs> In that you've got, you still get your alone time. We're both here together, two peas in a pod. That's yeah, that's the main sucks. difference. I mean, it doesn't really suck, but it is like, I, it's hard because 
like stuff that I don't know, like I want to have to pull photos off of his computer of things that like pictures I want to edit. And he's like always on his computer. And I'm like, can you go somewhere <laughs> so I can do something? But, but if you just. <laughs> can you go outside? <laughs> yeah, outside. Can you go hang oh, out no, in but the I've alleyway? Been, I've been going on six mile runs every day. So like I'll, I'll gladly. Yeah, I yeah mean, he's been working out. My legs are really strong, but I have a tit and I have a belly. So like, it's weird. Like I've been, I've been like, my body's in good shape, but it's coated by, you know, we just bought a walk. So I'm just cooking rice and nonstop, you know, so we're not quite there. I, uh, I was doing that 35 day challenge on Instagram of working out. And I did the whole thing. I actually went a few days extra, but all of that that I was doing was just to get ready for our trip to Costa Rica, which was canceled, obviously. Um, and now yeah. that it's over, it's like, I really, I need to, I want to start because this quarantine weight's catching up quick with like a new challenge. Like, I don't know. I guess we're quarantined till May 15th for sure. So I could do another like 30 day I challenge. Um, but I'm trying to think if I want to like repeat something like that or maybe do like a playing challenge. I'm not sure. But are, what, what's your workout schedule? Are you working out in your home gym every day? Uh, for the last three weeks, I wasn't working out because I was having stomach problems really bad ones. I think that also helps to sleep more. Yeah. <laughs> um, it might have been an unconscious depression where I was so worried about money that I was put, like, it all goes to my stomach. With IBS, that's what happens. All your nervousness, all your adrenaline, everything goes to your stomach. So I think unconsciously I, w I was putting pressure and my stomach was bleh. And I had, like, gastritis. Like, I had, like, it was really bad for, like, two weeks and then it took a week to recuperate. I'm good now. Actually, today was the first time that I went out. I walked my dog for a mile and a half. I went on the bicycle, and then I did some squats and push-ups. That's all I did. Oh, that's good, <laughs> but, though. Uh, but basically, that's—I mean, I have a home gym. I really can't—I I really can't say anything because I have a home gym. I don't have an excuse. Um, but uh, but I guess I, I should—I I don't want to not do anything because it is easier to put on the weight. I did—I think I—I I don't know how much weight I haven't weighed myself to be honest guys but I know I've put on weight because my jeans don't zip up <laughs> those days are long gone those days are over I'm wearing they jeans now I'm but like you guys, I, they don't fit <laughs> and Alex like your butt looks huge and I'm like yep yep yeah, okay, I'm get it. <laughs> I haven't put jeans on in a month. I've been pure elastic. Yeah. If it doesn't have elastic, it ain't going on. Tasha actually yesterday didn't put any clothes on until 5 p.m. That was impressive. I just like wake up, get my bathrobe, and then like, I don't know, chill tits out all day. But when I asked you, when I asked about the market opportunity, for me, I'm trying to learn a lot more about editing and I want, you know, just whatever I can do so that when things are back to normal, I've got more of my skill set. Yeah. Like today, I like, I just, all I focus on today and Tasha helped me like with a second set of eyes is do the channel art on my YouTube channel. It's like, do like something oh, nice. that you wouldn't, that I wouldn't normally do on a Saturday is sit around on the couch doing with yeah. that. So like, I'm just, I would hate to look back on like what could be two months, God knows how much time where we don't really have any time to do other things and not have been really productive. That's my kind of fear, you know, like, are you able to do anything? Honestly, for me, I think I've been trying to learn how to use Premiere. That shit is hard, especially if you're spoiled with iMovie. iMovie is so easy. <laughs> and then you get to Premiere like, what the fuck? It takes three months to do what I do it with one over there. <laughs> no, 
once you get past that, um, once you get past that, it's way better. If you have Premiere, really? yeah. Okay. It's way. It's I'm so worth it. You. Yeah, it's worth it. Trust me. Okay. Um. But for me, my brain is always going. Always, 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 always. I made. I made up my mind from the beginning that I'm gonna. I'm gonna chill. I'm not gonna, and if I'm not productive, I'm not gonna put it against me because I think this is a way of the world, the universe, Earth saying, "Chill the fuck out." Also, it's been raining like a crazy fucker over yeah. here. I don't know if it's raining over there. Yeah, and I've... that kind of just puts me on the sleepy mode, and I don't want to do anything. Um, the only thing that I guess I have been productive with is just um, uh, like up, like upgrades here at home. Like there's been scratches on the wall. There's been things that I had to paint. Like I've been doing that, but I'm really not putting pressure on myself because that's how I get to the depression cycle or the anxiety cycle or the, my stomach is not working. Cycle. Yeah, no, I think that, that it's true that, you know, for some people who like always have to stay busy, it's good for them to like give themselves a set of goals, but that's not for everybody. And I definitely think that America in general, we're all workaholics and like, it's not sustainable. Other countries don't do it the way that we do it. And it's nice for us to like take a step back, foot off the gas and just chill for a little while. I think like it's, it's cool that as a consequence of, you know, a, a pandemic that all of these jobs that like couldn't be done from home now all of a sudden can be done from home. And like, you know, it's like, you know, it, it's like, oh, actually we could have a way better work-life balance. We had just have chosen not to for so long, but I think that hopefully this will switch people's perspective and employers perspective so that we can like keep keep a little better work-life balance going on into the future honestly yes because like i said for me it's always been work 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 work. like don't think work 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 everything was wake up work uh eat work like everything was what am i posting next what am i doing next what pictures am i taking like alex and my, alex is my photographer you guys know know this right we every time we had a free day it was it was shoot day we've had four days for free <laughs> and all we do is watch netflix yeah whatever you know and i said you know what let's not put, push us we we chose to not push ourselves and take this as a because it won't make a difference in a way for for me it won't make a difference right now because everything stopped um i chose to take this as a way to chill the fuck out because i don't know how to do that I don't. And I think it's easier for me to not go into the anxiety or depression loop if I'm chilling versus trying to be productive. And then that will take me to the, oh, shit, there's no money for a mortgage this month. There's no money for this. There's no money for that. Uh, yeah, or running into roadblocks on all of those creative things that you want to get done but just aren't a possibility right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like for you, like going to home people. <laughs> Which today I was like, oh, I want to paint my bed. And I was like, oh, but that means I have to go to Home Depot. Can we go to Home Depot? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found the perfect thing on Ikea that, we, that for storage. And then, but the, the shipping charge is like $100 and you can't pick it up. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck. So we're like, it's like, this is the perfect time wow. to build some Ikea shit. You know what I mean? But when you talk about, uh, so here's a communication question I wanted to ask you because you guys, uh, remind our audience, you guys have been married for how long? Ten years, guys. Wow. Oh, no, let me turn on the lights. Will it, will it mess this up if I turn on the lights? I feel like it's getting really dark. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll like be fine. A, 
horror movie now. You're right, though. <laughs> it did get... Speaking of horror movies, you have a movie on Amazon. Is that right? We're seeing yes. your... Tasha doesn't watch We're horror sorry. movies, so may, maybe if you tell Tasha the ending, she'll watch it. <laughs> can you hear me still while you're fixing your lighting? So my question that I had. There you go. Hey. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice. You got backlight right there. Yeah. Yeah, we decided it's probably a bad idea to podcast at sunset. We went through four different lighting zones just now. But uh, um, uh, my question for you as someone who's been married for 10 years is like, look, uh, men, men, I think there's I think sex and masturbating are two different uh, in, uh, entities. You know what I mean? Do, do you and Alejandro, does Alex over there, do you know if he's going to go, uh, you know, rub one out in the shower? Or is or is that something that the Spanish culture just avoids? That uh, that, uh, that uh, personal time. Does this question translate at all? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, such a, I'm such an advocate for masturbation, like big time. Because first of all, well, I guess this is my Playboy background. Always, always explore your sexuality. <laughs> um, but masturbation helps you understand also your needs a hundred percent i i'm a huge advocate of masturbation and also for you men if you go a long time without having sex that first sex night is like two minutes thank you bye okay what the fuck right? <laughs> so i always say like if it's been that long and i'm not in the mood please like we'll, we'll figure it out either masturbate or i'll help you out but don't wait that long. You know what's funny is in in the in the single days, a lot of guys would would uh, rub one out before a date because that that way you might the the thing is is like you're not gonna you know you might not uh, you're gonna last longer, which is probably the most important part for a guy because every guy's every guy's had uh like no no guy wants to last eight seconds, but every guy has accidentally. Uh, forgot to like slow down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, this time will be different. And then all of a sudden, they're like, also, oh boy. It's also the arousal and the excitement. It's both. It's not even just the fact that you are capable. It's that moment, that feeling, that that moment. If you're super excited, it won't. It, it can happen to us too. Like I, I always try to explain this to Alex. Like if there's days where I'm really, really fucking horny, and let's say he's not there, and I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna masturbate. I can come in like five minutes. Whereas other days where I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to sleep, so I'm going to masturbate because I do that sometimes. <laughs> um, and it takes me like fucking 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's really, it comes down to that feeling, that moment. How do you feel? Are you super horny? Are you not? Are you into it? Are you not? It's really, and I think for men, it's exactly the same. And unfortunately for the men, uh, physically, you can get more excited than us. Like just by touch. <laughs> it's automatic. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the cure for Tasha's uh, doldrums. There is uh, maybe you just need to, you know, click, masturbate click, daily. Yeah, click the right mouse. Well, flick the it's bean. funny. It's so because I, it really is so like connected to your mood, right? You were saying that guys yeah. that like from college or whatever would masturbate before going out, not just so they can last longer on the off chance that they get laid, but that it takes away that like pent up sort of like. Uh, what's the word? Like neediness? Testosterone. You know, when you're like on a date mm -hmm. with someone for the first time and you have all this like pent that up third. whatever. That yeah. yeah. It's that. like, it's really obvious and girls can tell and it might come off like a little strong and mm -hmm. that's why it's a smart thing. Mm -hmm. And same with like sleep, mood balance. Like it definitely, what? orgasm releases endorphins. Well, that's why we have what's called post-nut clarity. 
I don't know. Does that translate to the uh, Spanish world post nut clarity? <laughs> it's just the idea. I don't know what that is. I've never heard that before. What is well, that? He shot, made it up. Tell, no, I no, I didn't make that up. I don't want to play. I don't want to plagiarize the creators of PNC over there. But yeah, tell uh, Alejandro will understand. It's just that after you, you know, sometimes even when you're single, you might think you might like someone or they have nice, you know, some nice feature that you're like, I want to oh, fuck. And then afterwards, yes. yeah, a little post nut clarity, you go, this person annoys the shit out of me. So it's the idea that if you can hang, if you can hang with your partner after sex, that's a keeper. That's something, you know? That's, you know what? And that's true for women too, believe it or not. But women don't, women don't have that, that, um, what do you call it? Like that culture of really exploring themselves sexually. It's, we've been, we've been molded into, into believing that we don't want sex. We don't like sex. Sex is our enemy, you know? We've been yeah. And you, hundreds and thousands. And you know what's funny? So, and like it's attachment so with purity too, and 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 a woman's value based on like her purity. It's a it's such a crazy brainwashing thing that's been going on for centuries, but that has prevented women from feeling free to explore themselves sexually. And like women, you yeah. because women don't. But if women, but if women masturbated before going to a date, they would they would have the exact the exact same nut clarity. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, funnier. it's like you're not willing to put up with this guy's bullshit after when you've got a little post nut clarity. Yeah, you're like, this. <laughs> I don't need this, dude. But this is a product of women uh, historically not talking about maybe overtly about their sex life as much as men do. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but, but the fact that men that it's we have a true. term, the fact that we have a term called nutting, it's like <laughs> post nut. I don't have to explain. Like, you're not going to have to explain post nut clarity to Alex. If he's never heard of it, he's going to go, yeah. Post nut clarity, that makes perfect sense. It's like, there's no, but there's no like uh, yeah. post clam soup, whatever. I don't know. Clam soup, Dave. But there's, there's so many less it terms. Cookie. <laughs> After the cookie crumbles. Mass cookie clarity. <laughs> I tell you what, work that out and come back to us with a good, uh, uh, anyone anyone in the audience okay. that has a good term for the ladies. But even because there's there's a few terms for like masturbating as a woman, you could, you get, uh, there's flicking the bean, uh, right clicking the mouse. That's all I know, really. There's, I think those were made up by dudes. Yeah, because of course. They, yeah, they don't resonate with me. Yeah, but, it doesn't relate to us. <laughs> but women don't have, like, don't. like do you have, do, is either in English or Spanish, is there a slang word for masturbating for women? I don't think so, right, Tasha? I don't think so either. This is sad. Sad day. No, I mean, oh. really, I don't think there it's is. It's a very sad day. We should come up with that because it's, it's 2020. Come on, we should have our own <laughs> Yeah. Equality. all the time. You'd be surprised. Women don't like to talk about this. My girlfriends, okay? I've been friends with one of them for... With one of them for like 20 something years. And then, no, no, not 20, almost 20 years. And then with the other one for like, I don't know, 15 years or maybe a little less than that. Right. And when I started to just, you know, explore this sexual freedom through Playboy and being part of the brand and everything. And before Playboy, I was already like that because my parents are very open minded. They always talk about how sex, like I had my sex talk very young, probably. I don't even remember when it happened, but I remember being a, a pubescent girl and understanding all about sex and therefore not being curious <laughs> because I was like, oh, I already know about sex. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Where's the ice cream? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I've always been, I've, I've been more free and open than most average, you know, most women. Cause women were again, shaped to not 
talk about sex, we're pure, we're blah, 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 right? Um, when I became friends with him, I was the one that would talk about sex all the time, but not necessarily in the way of like, oh, I need sex, I'm thirsty. No, it was more like, let's talk about information, blah, blah, blah. Did you know this? Did you know that? Blah, 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 right? And um, one of them, actually, it's more like 10 years. One of them, we were already in our 20s. She, she would like cross herself every time I said masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what are you talking about? Like, you have to masturbate because only that way you will know your points of like where like you get more excited and blah blah blah. Not all women get excited with the clit. Not all women get excited with the vagina. We're all very different, and that's why there's no definition of a woman's orgasm because we're all so different, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can't. Define We've got it. lots of options. And, uh, and what? We have lots of options, like women in general. Like we there's lots of, lots of different ways that women can receive pleasure. The vagina is way more complicated than the penis. There's a lot. The vagina and oh, it, this yes. terminology. But, but as we are too, as human beings, like females are more complicated. There you than go. Men, there you go. More to offer. That's We're just a bunch of simple dicks over here. <laughs> a bunch of simple dicks. Just trying to get that post nut clarity. <laughs> take a little credit for that it's true though i think that because women don't talk about it they don't realize that it's normal right it's like a thing it almost feels shameful because it's like kept secret but guys start talking about jerking off from what like sixth grade well we had tasha and i both come from i think very repressed sexual like um you know fam like families as far as talking about sex I think mine comes from the Catholic Church, and yours comes from very just conservative, not talking about that that style of thing. Your family yeah, talks about they're Christian. Uh, I think it had to do with like my Christian upbringing too. But I but don't I got think that, I ever got a sex talk. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think my parents still what? just like try and like pretend like we don't have sex. That's what this uh, Skype session's for. <laughs> Raquel's going to give you your first sex talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's my mom rented a book from the library and uh it was a p picture book and how old were you uh i wasn't that young i mean I, well i was like probably nine or eight or nine. Oh, really yeah, it, yeah and um but all the all the private parts just had bush they all well they all had bushes so like like the, leaves no like uh, fucking pubic hair, hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> adam and eve i don't know there's a fig well, leaf covering all the generation? oh no my generation, I think they reintroduced sex ed in uh, elementary school. Oh, elementary. That's crazy. No, 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 no. We wouldn't. Yeah, we had that. some. And we had sex ed. Wow, but really? You know, it's and because like the U.S. is all different states and the north is different from the south and different communities. I mean, even different counties like I, we had sex ed in middle school, but it was pretty 
like basic you know it was just like if you have sex without a condom you're gonna get chlamydia <laughs> you know it's like very like <laughs> it was a little bit fear-based um but we still had something but it's funny because you'll read about even these days that there are many school districts in the south that don't do any sex education at all whatsoever and then there are others that do abstinence only sex education so they don't give any information you know like you've got to assume that just because you're teaching abstinence only at school does not mean that people aren't having sex so people are just having sex without like any legitimate information our sex ed was basically letting us know how quickly we would get aids that was basically (laughs) it was like look you're gonna get this pretty soon and that was it and um but but the difference that we had is I, I mean, cause I was like, I was very sort of prude growing up. I wouldn't swear. I was very much just stunted. I wanted to be the good boy. And that's a, that's a problem with like, I was raised, you know, till I was 11 with just my mom when she, and she would like, just say these, and I love my mom, but she just says these things like, just focus on your school and your sports, Dave. Like she would always like reward me for, for like not, you, you know what I mean? Even thinking, you know, whatever. But then I had uncles that would be like, hey, who are you dating? What are you doing? You know, like I had to kind of rely off of my uncles to kind of show me what it was like to even flirt with a woman. You know, my uncle Craig would like, you know, pinch his uh, wife on the butt and I'd be like, oh, okay, that's, you got to pinch your wife on the butt. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, but then when I got to college, I, I, I was in a fraternity. So that was my, b- between high school sports and college fraternity, I was able to pick up where I left off as far as, how men sort of bond through talking about sex, yeah. talking about uh, trying to get laid. I mean, it sounds sleazy. Locker room talk. It sounds sle- yeah, well, it is, yeah, and it sounds sleazy when you think of it in like some sort yeah. of crazy like I'm gonna hunt you down way. But when you think of it as a 17 year old who's like, how do I get Elaine to? How do I get her to want to touch my dick? <laughs> like that's it's like you know what I mean. That every guy's having that conversation. This is why it's important for. This is why it's important for women to teach, you know, their male children, because in that way there's no haunting and then there's less rape and then there's all that. And and mothers of of boys nowadays or even a few generations uh, before uh, today shouldn't understand how important their role is as a woman to teach their boys. Yeah, making a more conscious effort to like help men understand that there is a right way to like pursue (laughs) someone there is a right way to like explore your sexuality to like become you know blossom into a man there's like a a right and respectful way to do that let me ask you this did alex have something that stood out when you first started dating that separated him from because you must have had a a bunch of other suitors you know you're, you're you're good looking and you know what so what 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 did he do right There's this, I don't know if it if in the U.S. it exists, but in Mexico, huge saying: "Marry the man, or or go for the man who treats their mother well." And that was the one thing that stood out a lot for me for Alex. And, and aside from that, the fact that he was so chill, because I had a really possessive, controlling motherfucker before him, and uh, who crushed me into the floor and like two or three feet under still <laughs> he crushed my soul and everything and I thank him in a way because he made me the woman I am today but um Alex was so chill so open-minded so relaxed like he like we would go dancing and we would all dance with like 
like it wasn't just like oh you're mine you're dancing with me no it was like oh he would go dance with his girlfriend like friend friend not girlfriend and i would dance with his friend and but it was dancing so there was no harm in that and it was fun and we're having fun and um but other than that also it, the way he was so attentive and 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 uh, present with his mom and sister. And I was like, oh, I like this. Man. Well, that's interesting because you're, <laughs> you're basically saying he wasn't needy. He wasn't like afraid yeah. to lose you out on the dance floor. Yeah. But, but he also, in a way, a very strange way, he made sure that he expressed how important I was to him, but he wasn't possessive. And that to me was huge because, like I said, I, my previous relationship before him it was a four-year relationship it was my teenage relationship and this man was possessive as fuck and on top of it was a player so i was like what the fuck what was the root of his possessiveness do you know what was what do you know what the root of his possessiveness was was he afraid to lose you was he afraid you were going to cheat on him i think it's just a whole macho mentality he was mexican I mean, Alex is Mexican too, but he's different. But he was Mexican. It was a whole macho thing. Like, you belong to me. Well, it's interesting that you said that he was cheating. And I find some people, it they'll like, um, what's the word? Project. project. Like, if they have their own bad behaviors that they're trying to keep hidden, they'll project that behavior onto you as if you're doing that. But you had That's a similar... exactly what it was. Yeah. Tasha, you had a similar boyfriend that was very possessive as well was was he a guy that you thought was cheating on you no i think he just had mental issues oh i don't think he was cheating on me i think he just was like very insecure he was at a point in his life where he was probably feeling very lost and so he was just like grabbing onto me like an anchor but like you know i couldn't be that for him you know that's and a big, didn't want to that's a big part of it that i'm sure alex i'm sure he met you at a time when he was very confident and it's all about expressing like the highest kind of vibrational energy that you can have i've been i've been a needy little asshole in in relationships in probably including this one but if tasha <laughs> but if tasha met me on that day if you met me on that day when I didn't have good post nut clarity, <laughs> I would I would have been a uh, you know I, why didn't you text me back? Yeah, would, you know if I wasn't in the right headspace, if I wasn't busy pursuing my own things and this and that, it's important to remember that like the relationship is supposed to be the dessert. And um, it's amazing how like attractive it is, like when you've got your own shit going on. Like I know I am not attractive right now because I'm a fucking mess. No, but, honey, like, <laughs> honey. Oh, thank you. No, but you know what I mean? Like when people have their shit figured out, when they've got it going on, they don't need, you know, that's when you're at your most attractive, when you're like really like feeling, feeling yourself and like feeling in your power. So what can you do in this scenario where you, you've take, you've had the things pulled out from underneath you that give you that validation? How do you man, how do you manufacture the validation? I don't know. I'm just gonna keep throwing shit at the wall till I figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a workout <laughs> challenge. I'll tag you in it if you want to join along, and um, you know, just keep trucking along. It's hard. It's hard to feel stuck like this and feel like you don't have like I don't know. I just don't feel set up for a creative endeavor. It'd be funny if like I had any free time normally so that I could already have like a little seed of a creative project going on. But I went from like being, you know, barely head above water with like <laughs> such a busy work schedule all the time to literally having nothing to do. And it's, you know, it's been a, a little bit get of a that, tough transition. You got to get me. that nut clarity. You need to get in there and <laughs> flick the old bean to search for the uh, the old pearl inside the clam. 
masturbate every day. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like, Tasha, like she's got like an extension cord of her vibrators all plugged in on a power strip. I'm like, easy there, Gunner. You can always masturbate with him. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, focus on our relationship. I've, she's, I, she, there was a few, this has happened in the past where like, uh, you know, she's not uh, roaring to go. And I'm like, honey, I gotta, I gotta crank something off here. And, uh, and then all of a sudden she'll start looking at me and I'm like, I don't need you to look at me like I'm some fucking zoo exhibit. I look like a monkey in the zoo. It's sexy to watch. It's not because the guy's got this like look like he's plotting to blow up New York City. He just Well, got you this- don't have to look like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got pre-nut eyebrows. You just guys, you guys do though. You guys look like, like, like you're eyeballs are gonna burst if you don't bust a nut we, we were uh, a little eye contact we're a making, little mutual masturbation we're, Alex looks crazy <laughs> we were making like, oh yeah there's men aren't that's all right we're not you know there's something a very dominating like to, like if you if you if if a guy's having sex and his woman's eyes are rolling back behind her head that's sexy to a man to know that you're literally keeping you know that her oxygen levels aren't being met <laughs> that's good looking but if like there's nothing about like just a guy hammering one out that is sexy there's nothing about that you know like it'd be sexier if i was but like you know what you know what for me like in my case i like seeing alex masturbate only because it puts him in a vulnerable state and that to me is really sexy i don't know why <laughs> that's a power move that you have yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's Tasha was tickling me the other day, and I was like, "You better stop! I'm gonna hurt you!" Like, un, I'm not gonna mean to, but I'm gonna blow an elbow at you. And I'm like, <laughs> "It's really like Tasha. You're you're also sadistic in that you want to see me in my most vulnerable. You wanted to see my uh, what did you? Oh, I, I went for I went for a jog yesterday, and I was like, uh, the way the the way my shorts were kind of, and it was cold outside. The way everything was hitting my 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 body, my literal dick was like very small. I mean, <laughs> I mean, very very it was small. <laughs> yeah, what did you call it? It was you said, no. She said any. I didn't say it was not inside my body. It just was like. But you said a word that made it seem like it had like. It ret- withdrawn. It retreated. I had a French. <laughs> I had a French dick. It uh, waved the flag, but it was it was like a cold water. Like if I went swimming in the winter, like every guy knows what I'm talking about. It just happens. But she was like, "Let me see it." I was like, yeah. "No." I've never seen one like that. You know what I mean? Like I just, I want to, well, I've never seen, no, because no guy will ever let you see his small cold dick. Alex, Alex does it. He has no shame. He lets me see it in any state. See? He didn't let me see it. He didn't let me see it. All right. You know what? I'm going to do that TikTok challenge. He waited until he warmed up and then he showed me like, you know. I'll do the TikTok challenge. I'll drop the towel and I'll show you and I'll, and I'll videotape your eyes as you. Try to put your reading glasses on to see my small pecker. <laughs> but that's another thing women don't have to worry about is like you've got your body. Yeah, your you know your your tits might get bigger or smaller or some random things happen. Of course, obviously you know you ovulate whatever the fuck that is. But like the penis has a a lot. Like when I was like my single days, you'd have to you'd trim the ball the hair right up to the base of the dick so it looked longer. You know what I mean? Like every guy had a full maneuver that that you would do to try to curate the situation you know what i mean well think about the sort of like self-consciousness that you all have over your dicks and your dick size we have about all of us 
head to toe. <laughs> we have that self-consciousness about our hair, about our wrinkles, about our lips, about our tits, about our ass, about our cellulite, about our vaginas. Amen. We have we have that sort of anxiety Amen. and like desire to look beautiful and desire to please that you guys do about this one tiny hidden part of your body that for, no one uh, ever sees. For for uh, the men that are listening, I want hey, you, you know, yeah, that no, I want, like a tiny, tiny percentage of the people that you meet your whole life I will want, ever get to I see. I want it. our listeners to go to our YouTube yeah. to watch this and watch Raquel relating to Tasha right now. She did a whole fucking <laughs> African dance move. I already she, knew where she was going. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, though, it's funny because, like, we, you know, it's not like our bodies are necessarily always on display, but just the way that, like, we dress as Americans, like, you know, you know what a person looks like generally. Like, sure, they can buy a push-up bra. Sure, they can, like, put on wrinkle cream or style their hair or, or wear shorts that are more flattering or whatever. But, like, we don't I get to hide in the no, way that I you agree, guys you guys. Do. But even, even I mean, I'm talking about my dick in a joking way. Like, I, I, I really don't care. You know what I mean? Like, but I would I'm, say that probably, especially if you think about, like, your 12-year-old self, like that sort of anxiety and self-consciousness is absolutely real for the majority the of first, young men yeah. and young women, I'd assume. Raquel, the first three penises I saw were in the top five biggest penises I've ever seen. So I, so I, th yeah, exactly. And look, I'm, I'm straight and narrow average average i'm fine i'm fine whatever you know what i mean i'm not i'm not saying this as like someone who's like super cocky like i'm this or I'm that look i'm gonna give you the perfect word you're pleasurable because let me tell you not every single woman in the world can take a big dick and i'm one of them my vagina is so small that the big dick hurts me and sometimes it's not even cool like i'm not even enjoying this it's like okay i'm waiting yeah. for this man to be done yeah, there is such mm -hmm. thing as too big, and it's not fun. Well, look, it's I let's. Uh, no one's saying that I'm just some whatever. But, <laughs> but the normal size, but hey, but the normal size, I guess I don't want. I don't like to say average because average. I feel like it puts it down. I want to say the normal size dick is a very pleasurable dick, and I will always pick that dick over a huge dick. Always. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's like a smaller a smaller to average size dick. You can add on to it. You throw the cock ring on. You can do this and that. But a big dick, you're not getting any smaller unless you come from one of my. But you know, a big dick, you can't run away from that dick. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the point of what I was saying? Oh, the yeah, the point was that yeah, I I for sure thought I had a tiny dick because I saw these monster. <laughs> I'm not talking like from watching pornos. Like one of my best friends growing up and so and somebody else that I knew. I saw their hogs and I was like, that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> and to this day, they were probably some of the bigger dicks I've ever seen. They were huge dicks, but they should have walked me through the, uh, you know, men's locker room to see the old guys and their tiny dicks. I would have felt a little bit better then. Or just, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, and there's this one Instagram account that I really love, and I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I think it's called the Vulva Diaries. And I think it's so important. Like, honestly, babe, if we have kids, we're having coffee table books that show a variety of vaginas and a variety of penises. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's so important, right? Just like body diversity. Like, nowadays with modeling, companies are getting more and more pressure, rightfully so, to show a wider variety of bodies and it's cool it's cool to think that like 
a girl who's maybe a little overweight or someone who has dimples on her thighs like me or, you know, that can look at a person, at other people in advertisements and feel like, oh, that person looks like me. I'm not the only one. And not even that to train society that, I mean, I've always been an advocate that everybody is gorgeous uh, to me, but I have a weird mentality. If you were to pick my brain, you would crazy laugh because it makes no sense. My brain makes no sense. And, and you can ask my best friends, you can ask Alex, it makes no sense. I see beauty in everything. And I'm thankful for that, to be honest, because I can appreciate more things than, you know, than normal, more, most people, right? But I've always said, and there's a really nice um, Instagram page that shows this. It's a, it's a Sunday morning view. Check it out. Uh, but I always say it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what shape you are. It's the attitude that defines you. It's the attitude that makes you sexy or not. And I've, I've seen women who have not even a, a, the hair shape. They're overweight. But goddamn, they have an attitude. I'm like, girl, I'm sexy. <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't turn me on, but it turns, it turns something on. Yeah. Later where it's like, and that's what, that's what we need. We need to retrain society to understand that everyone is beautiful because it comes from the attitude. Well, you, from- you, you went into Playboy with, with not like the normal, like Playboy was like really a lot of fake boobs. It's just a bit, you know, there, there, there was like this sort of like big busty blondes and then. Like that's the sort of idea that you get about Playboy, right? And I ended is- up with my panty boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wouldn't, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, but was... But natural breasts. No ways. What'd you say? Yeah. But like... And for a Latina, no ways. Oh. <laughs> yeah, is that is that like a stereotype or is the Latina... Yeah, that's totally a stereotype. That's, the Latinas have big big butts and small waists. Is that normal? Is that what they say? Most Latinas, Mexicans don't, but like uh, like most, most on the South, on the Latin America side, most of them are like that. Tiny waist, big butts good legs and i'm not like that <laughs> but you and alex will have good kids because he's tall you got a tall guy and you know i'm sure tasha's yeah resents me because i'm just average height you have tall in your family <laughs> that well to her she thinks i'm chopped liver because i <laughs> yeah thank you yeah oh i yeah. don't think you're chopped liver babe. Yep. Big dick energy. Okay. <laughs> now we need to get out of here we're at an hour so can i wrap this can we wrap this up and just stay on the line with you for a second so uh-huh. I'll, I'll sign off and then we'll just talk for a second off air. Uh, but I want everyone to make sure to go support Raquel. Um, what's the best way people can support you? TikTok, Instagram? Oh, you know what? I just opened an what's it? OnlyFans page, guys. Because I got to make money somehow, right? Yeah, girl. And my titties are out there. So if you want to see those small titties. <laughs> yeah, girl. So, okay, so go to Raquel's OnlyFans. OnlyFans page. So what what uh, what uh, what are we talking about on OnlyFans? Is that like um, is that like a private Snapchat? It's a private. It's a private. Um, it's a private app, but it doesn't have like a like an iOS app. It's only like a online app, and uh, and basically you subscribe to my page and it's a monthly fee, and uh, you'll get you'll get really sexy and also sexy and. Um, and uh, stupid content. Like, I'm, I'm being funny and sexy at the same time because I can't just be sexy, guys. Come on. There's a lot <laughs> of me. And uh, lots of uh, slow-mo butt juggling and titties. There it is. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's that totally upshadows uh me promoting the Patreon. No, it's gonna <laughs> It's like they they got a few bucks it's and they're like Patreon. 
They're like, do I uh, support uh, Raquel and her titties and pay for a mortgage or Dave on a solo episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Well, yeah, thanks. And shout out to Ozzy, our new Patreon member. We have a new member, Ozzy, join the Patreon. Woo! We've had a real loyal following. They're really good. We met we met one of them, uh, one of them. We met one of our Patreon supporters. Uh, he was in town from uh, Belgium. Oh, fuck, I always switch. Austria. Uh, Austria. Shit, sorry there, Rainer. I always, <laughs> I always mess it up. But, nice. But yeah, it was really. Did you get to meet him? Yeah, he, yeah. Came, he actually came to the Mimosa show. Was it? No, it wasn't a Mimosa the show. No, Mimosa show. He, he came to a nighttime show. Right? It oh, was no, no. a Mimosa oh, yeah, show. He, he did come to the Mimosa show. You were out of town for that one. But um, I, I look forward to... I nice. look forward to when we can get back to uh, seeing each other live and all that. Um, hang on the line, but I'm just going to sign off on the podcast. So everyone, uh, one more time, give it up for Raquel Pomplin and uh, go support her OnlyFans and all that jazz. Well, there it was, folks. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Raquel Pomplin and Tasha Courtney. Uh, boy, we love chatting with our friends. That's what these times are for. If there's one thing we'll look back on, I think, during this weird pandemic that we're part of is that um, it's the chance to use technology to try and stay in touch with each other so um, I actually just got done with an amazing zoom uh, Easter hangout with uh, 14 different family members and um, there's something very strange about getting your aunts and uncles on board with technology but it's the best we can do right now so I hope you guys are living large telling your family that you love them don't wait for tomorrow guys pick up the phone and make it happen now okay and again if you want to join the patreon that's patreon.com slash this app p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash t-h-e-s-a-p we'll see you next time bye everybody